0: Welcome to the No Lux Left Behind podcast, the world's first podcast dedicated solely to unboxing the allure of luxury handbags and the resale market. We're Monica and
1: Erica, luxury consignment entrepreneurs
0: with over a decade
1: of experience. Whether you're a shopper, a seller, or listening for the laughs, you'll always get unfiltered knowledge here. Let's get started. It is 2022.
0: How that, exciting. That is literally insane. I know. Happy New Year to everyone. How has this even happened? I feel like I blinked and 2020 and 2021 didn't happen.
1: They, it just kind of all happened. together. But like it also together. like
0: fully happened. Yeah.
1: Like, I mean, listen.
0: <laughs> and we really are we are eternally grateful
1: because this la- like 2020 into 2021 was a very hard time for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, some more than most. Mm-hmm. But um, for us, it was a blessing. It's such a blessing. So, you know, we are not, that is not lost on us. Yeah, for
0: sure. We're, you know, we're so grateful for like the growth that we've experienced, for, like professionally, personally, it's yeah. just been a wild ride. And yeah. I think it keeps getting better.
1: We're going to be doing a recap
0: of 2021 as far as
1: our experience mm-hmm. with luxury resale and, you know, luxury on the secondary market. Yep okay we do if you if you don't follow us on ig we own a company called season two consign at season number two consign the number two mm-hmm. um, our website is season two consign.com and we are a luxury resale company authentic only we yep. are actively anti-counterfeit and we are all digital honey <laughs> yes and that we are e-commerce we we are not a physical retail location nope. when we started the company we wanted to make sure we were uh, pandemic proof yes and so when we started it was Summer 2022.
0: Yeah, but, August. you know, when we 2020, started... 2020. It was 2020. <laughs> it was 2020. Um. Yeah, no, That's when crazy. we started, we we were fully committed, but we were also moms. And yeah. amidst, like, this global pandemic. So we had to figure out, like, how do we yeah. start this business and create this platform? But then also, like, make sure our kids are successful at homeschool yeah. and, I don't know, are, like, fed and bathed. Yeah. And and safe. Yeah. And so... um. We said that it would have to be all digital. All digital. No retail. No retail. And I think because that's we wanted really... to be able to make our
1: own hours. For sure. Um, but we, we didn't want to work. We didn't want to work from home. We wanted to be a trusted company in yeah. the luxury secondary market space. Yeah. No, and, and that's not to say that like people that work
0: from home. Like, would, no, no, no. Wouldn't not to say that. Professional. But, but for
1: us, we really wanted a, an office space. Right. To be able to leave our house. Mm-hmm um, have people send their items to us, be able to process.
0: Yeah. But I think that also lended, lended itself to just, um, being more trustworthy, right? Like people were just more comfortable. Like it it would be kind of strange for me, like to not know you and just send you a bag to your home. Right. Right. Um, for me that would feel uncomfortable. And so we took that into consideration. That was our perspective when
1: we, when we decided to launch, but, Mm -hmm. um, we launched in August of 2020. And uh, we started in a closet office.
0: Literally a closet. How many square feet was it? It was like 237 square feet. yeah. 258. Like something really small. Yeah. Um, And then eventually we moved,
1: I would say fairly quickly, into a... How many square feet was it? I think it was 797. Right. And then now we um, have moved for the third time since we launched from August 2020 to now January 2022 yeah, a and, a half. and we are now in our 2200 square foot yeah office space yes, yes. and so you know there's a lot of room to grow in here a and lot of that room to is grow. that is the outlook for that 2022 is, and beyond is, yeah so this episode we are recapping 2021 right as far as what we saw in
0: the luxury resale space Mm -hmm. right so like the first thing i think like is just an obvious oh my gosh like this is insane and this happened not just in luxury resale but really across almost every industry was live selling live selling it exploded
1: really did and it it's fought so far beyond like facebook live selling Right. right so at the beginning of live selling, people would go live on Facebook. Yeah. People would go live on, sometimes on IG. Yeah, like, when
0: you when we started going live, like, call it 2017, 2018, yeah. when companies started thinking yeah. of this, maybe it was, like, just the beginning stages, you would go live, and there was, like, no real formality. Yeah, people didn't really know how to use it. No, it was, like, hi, I'm Erica yeah. from season two, yeah. like, let's shop the shop or something you know like it was just very um informal yeah and then I think with the global pandemic with COVID-19 everyone home and everyone was home and you started to realize like people were itching
1: to well people also needed to be able to stay afloat right so how did we stay afloat you had to solve your problem and get creative and so you
0: went live because that was the way to connect with people for sure and I think the people that uh, from from an industry perspective, the people that adapted to that are were more likely to survive. The pandemic. Even Absolutely. though we're not out of it yet. Right. But If you can adapt and shift mm-hmm. and figure out what works like in your climate the, today, right now, mm-hmm. I think that serves you. And I think live selling was a big part of that. Yeah. In 2021, I, there was a significant shift, right,
1: from when we started in August of 2020. And I, I remember telling Erica, Erica, we have to go live. And she was like, what? And I, I know, was like, I we have to go that. live. So we just started just going live to build connection with mm-hmm. people. And then we were like, wait, we can show bags. And if people are interested, we can direct them to the website. Mm-hmm. And then, so we really kind of just started that in August, 2020. And then in 2021, there was oh my this gosh. huge explosion of live selling. Absolutely. Where everyone kind of caught on and they were like, oh, okay, I'm going to do it too. I'm going to do it too. And now everybody's live selling. And it's not just in the luxury resale space. No, it's all over the place. It's in every Every industry. Every industry. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Oh, well, I wanted to do something about season two consign our company, right? So this speaks to the live selling explosion, Mm -hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. When we started the year in 2021, 2021 we had seven, ex, almost 7,000 followers.
0: Which was like, to me, I was like, oh it my God. It was like, oh
1: my God, 7,000 yes. 7, people, people, people want to like interact with us. give a
0: hoot yeah. and mind about you, what we're doing. We had
1: started in August of 2020. So in January of 2021, we had 7,000 followers. We were so grateful. It was amazing. And we just, consistency is key, I think, right? So we were consistent in all of what we do on a daily basis. Well, we went
0: live, like, multiple times a week, three to four times a week at least. We were live, um, live selling, directing people to our site, interacting with our customers. Mm -hmm. And adapting to change, because things are going to change. I mean, now
1: look at this. Now look at this metaverse situation. Now we all have to adapt to that, right? So it's about adapting and growing with like, how life is changing. Mm-hmm. Um, and we ended 2021 with 42,000 followers. Which is insane. Literally blows my mind. Insane. What, like, And I would like to make a note. Not a single follower bought, okay? Because I know no. for a couple years, like, early on in yeah, social media, on. people would buy followers. No, for no, man. For credibility,
0: right? Like, it kind of was. Yeah, but not anymore. Now you know when someone has bought followers. It was a trend back in the day to like you felt like oh well if this company has 60,000 followers yeah, they're you would legitimate feel and with you felt them. comfortable following them. yeah yeah and it was, was completely unethical and my background is in branding and um, and marketing and mm-hmm. so and Erica we were was like, with a company that she helped grow their social media and it was all organic no, yeah. never. Do not ever. I always was like, no, like we can't buy followers. It's insane. Like yeah. we can't do it. Yeah. And um and here we are. Like yeah. now you see, you can see it now. It's organic with growth. The development in a year. with the development of um of the the platforms. Yeah. Now you can see when a company has bought their followers. Yeah. You know, five years ago, you can see if a company has a hundred thousand followers and has. You know, very fifty like low engagement. Yeah, you you know everything is transparent
1: now. Yeah, and so that speaks to that live selling. So if you are in any kind of selling industry, yeah, I would say, yeah, and you're not going
0: live, you really should be. Yeah, you really should in be. any industry in any industry in anything because there's a there's a yeah just to a, connect with people too Right. and right? there's a customer base out there. I mean. I was listening to, I don't know if you guys follow Lindsay Albanese. Yeah. We, fo- we follow her. Yes, we, we follow we like her. her. We've had some lovely conversations with her, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and she went, she did a video this morning, and part of it was like, people don't buy what you sell. They buy why you sell it. People buy into mm-hmm. other mm-hmm. people. In 2022, now that we're in this new year, like, yeah we are buying into people, all of us. It's very true. We're all consumers, right? Very true. So we want to work with humans that we like and respect, Mm -hmm. and we need to give consumers, like, a lot more credit. Like, we're all very smart consumers. We can smell Mm -hmm. where there's bam. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah. And then
1: one last point I would say in, like, an overall recap is that sustainable fashion
0: mm-hmm.
1: has it also really exploded yeah and i think that has a lot to do with tiktok
0: i agree tiktok I also, has really listen, helped gotta in give that gen like gen z like a little yes, credit, man. yes so smart yeah uh so conscious um, so conscious of the environment mm-hmm. and what's happening on li- literally across our planet yeah um, and sustainable fashion and and, and vintage yes. styles. And unfortunately for us, '90s is vintage now. And so <gasps> I know, I know, cringe. But um, but 90s all that vibe, is you know, and 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 it's it's just a fact that everything comes back around, right? So it's not a surprise that '90s is back yeah. and Y2K is like a thing. Um, but I also think that you know the next generation is just more conscious about what's happening
1: yeah which is great especially if you're in some type of secondary market for sure um so lessons learned (sighs) i would say that the biggest lesson anyone who really loves their pieces right um and and even when i'm processing things in and i unbox something i'm like oh my god i love it so much it's gonna sell so quick Mm -hmm. key lesson just because you love it doesn't mean that it's of high value. Yep. It's you know? true. Doesn't mean it. Listen, I love a Neverfull, mm-hmm. uh, but Neverfulls
0: are going down in value, right? I know. So, Listen, like, I mean, in 2021, towards the beginning of 2021, and even in the summer, we were seeing Neverfulls go, especially in brand new like, peaked for like $1,700. Yeah, they peaked for a $1,800. Um. They were expensive. Yeah. And now you're looking at like 1100 1200 for something that's in really beautiful condition. Mm-hmm. And so... It has to be like like new with the box, with a dust bag yeah. for it to go for 1200 Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and I think that's something that's important to say. Like that's why for our company season two, we only... Like, our estimates are only valid for 14 days, because and it really should be less than that. Mm-hmm. Because the market, the it secondary market, so is quickly. actually pretty volatile. Yeah. And listen, if Chanel raises their prices tomorrow, that changes the secondary market. It does. If, um, I'll give you an example. When, in 2021, when all of that drama went down with Alexander Wang. Uh-huh. And he had accusations. I'm not sure what happened at the end of that, but he had he was accused of um, sexual misconduct and sexual harassment by several models. And from that moment forward, we were not taking Alexander Wang. We did not. And the value, and we actually had the value decreased tremendously. It it plummeted. Plummeted. Nobody wanted it. anymore. Roller coaster drop straight down. Yeah. And so listen, the secondary market is super volatile. Yeah and um you know if you can get a good if, listen if you don't use the stuff if you don't use the handbags or the accessories and you know and you can get a good price for it something mm-hmm. that you feel like is fair move on mm-hmm. sell it and get something that you do enjoy because you don't know what could happen tomorrow something right. it's true. you know a PR nightmare true. could happen at Chanel tomorrow and who knows i know you know their value could go down so something to keep in mind when it comes to the resale value of your items. And I think that that was, that's a big one for 2021 is you just never know. You just never know.
1: Things What's change
0: from one day to the next. Yeah. Very quickly. Value is, it's key and it it's only valid for today. Yeah. Tomorrow is not promised. Yeah, Just like life, people. <laughs> Tomorrow is not
1: promised. Um, okay. So this is another point. Uh, Really, if a a little piece of advice to anyone that is on social media Mm -hmm. and a lesson learned in 2021, a hard lesson we learned, a hard lesson we learned, stay 100% authentic to your voice Mm -hmm. and who you are. If you are the type of person that is like snarky and quick witted and all of that, be that person. Yeah. Don't try to be something you're not. If you are someone who is maybe more calm and gentle, um, then be that person. Yeah. You know, but I think that in this day and age, with all the technology that we have and all the exposure that we have, people can read right through BS. Ooh,
0: honey. Well, that speaks back to what we just talked about. Like, consumers are really, really smart. Yeah. Do not think that you can fake it for one second. Yeah. Like, listen... I love a Birkin. They're beautiful, they're wonderful, but I am not I am not, I'm not, not a person. Birkin. I'm not person. a Birkin person. No. I'm not there. I'm not interested. Yeah. They're gorgeous. I'll play with them. I'll sell them. Yeah. But that's not who I am. So when we get Birkins in, I enjoy it. I love the process, mm-hmm. but the truth is is that that's not really my jam. You know right. what I like? I like giving people their firsts. Yes. I love Uh, A Chanel vintage classic. I love a vintage. I love tapping into the idea of sustainability. Those are the things that are authentic to me as a human being. Yeah. And I think that when you have a, when you have a small business like ours, like we have to be authentic to who we are in order to sell these products. Yeah. I am not living in a Birkin world. Right. Genuinely. And, you know, and that's okay because- that doesn't speak to and hold on her personally. Hold on, that doesn't mean I'm not manifesting it. <laughs> that doesn't mean it's not manifested, right? But um, right now, it's just not a part of but my but world. It also doesn't make sense
1: that, to you in this time in your life,
0: of course. And you know. I think that again, that it should come across in our in the way that we interact with our customers. Of you know, yeah. So okay, That's
1: and fine. also when when we say stay authentic to your voice. It's also um, don't try to pretend like you know something you don't know. Mm. It's okay to say I don't know. It's okay, okay to know. say you know what I don't know, but let me do some research and I'll get back to you. Yes, I think that's important. I think that that's respected and it's valued. Yes, more so than uh, well, I think. Uh, think uh, I think this, and that. then you struggle, no. and then you're giving false information. No, speak, just being yourself. Yep, speak from truth. Speak from truth and fact. In fact, yeah, yeah, big big lessons learned in uh twenty twenty one with that. Just because we did have, I am going to give a backstory because I don't want people to think like what it's because uh-uh. we received um a, uh, like two counterfeit bags right mm-hmm. um and obviously counterfeit. When was this? This was months ago. This okay. was in twenty twenty one. Oh okay. Yeah, and uh we decided because we're funny. I mean, I think we're funny, and that's part of our like genuine voice is that we make funny reels and funny tiktoks i know what you're gonna say and I know the story. we were like oh, we were gosh. genuinely hurt and disrespected felt felt disrespected because you know the cons we assumed that the consigner there's no way that they could not know right mm-hmm. so uh we received the bags obviously not authentic and we recorded a video that we thought maybe would be funny but i think we did it out of a place where we aren't used to being right,
0: we did it. We we recorded a video, um, basically, kind of bashing this person. Not we didn't call them right, out, we didn't, but, but we kind of were like, "How could you have sent this to us?" Yeah, and there was supposed to be an undertone
1: of being funny, and I don't think it really came across. It didn't. We and were angry we, when we
0: recorded it. Yes,
1: and don't ever. That's another lesson learned. Don't post based on emotion. Mm. <laughs> But we're being honest with you because we are very transparent. Um, We like to stay transparent with our audience. And um, within, I think, a couple hours, we removed that video. And I remember I got on stories and I was like, that video is just, it just doesn't, it's not our voice. It's not who we are, it's not our voice. We were angry. That's when we learned that lesson like, you know, speak in an authentic way Mm -hmm. with your genuine voice, right? Yes. Okay, next
0: trends what sold oh like, my gosh trends that sold okay things that i just off the top of my head saint laurent with the ysl logo yes yes it didn't matter mm-hmm. where the
1: logo was on the YSL. and if you have had a saint laurent that didn't have the ysl logo it was it, probably going to sit on the shelf for yeah, a while and it did
0: and it <laughs> ever did. Because Every
1: everyone wanted, and even still, it's trickling into twenty twenty two. Yeah, they want the YSL logo.
0: They do. Yeah, uh, Chanel vintage classics always. Um, you know Chanel, always. I believe it was three increases this year. Yeah, it, or in twenty twenty one, it couldn't have been four, but may I know it was three at least. Uh, three increases in their pricing, and yeah. people started to to consider that vintage classics were where it was at because yeah. you could get them for a better price but well, now they're starting to increase in value on the secondary market but people started to realize that Chanel's new uh quality is not that great and in fact it might even be dwindling yeah their quality is not that great don't come prices for us are don't come increasing for us, <laughs> exponentially and so people started to consider vintage classics mm-hmm. and um you know the secondary market can speak for itself. Those, yeah. you know, what we used to price at um, you know, 2995, they're now 3995 at least. At least in at excellent least. condition, you're looking at like 5 grand yeah. for, for a vintage classic and that's because um and you they know, just keep going Chanel's up. Price increase. They just keep going up. Yep.
1: Um, Prada nylon. Oof, my favorite. Prada nylon literally comes in the door and runs out. As soon as it comes in, because it's durable, it's reliable, you can clean it, um, it's still luxury, it's yep. Prada, but you can actually use it and yep. not have to worry about it.
0: And, you know, Prada nylon, Prada made a lot of Prada nylon back in the day, mm-hmm. and it really wasn't until the re that the demand for nylon yes. exploded again mm-hmm. for the second or third time. Yeah. And so... <clears throat> those pieces the older ones they're they're not that much different than what's available today so they mm-hmm. look pretty modern they were always sporty pieces belt bags backpacks mm-hmm. things that could function in your everyday life um and you know now they're going for a lot on the secondary they market they're pretty they expensive now yeah. and they're starting to i think that we are going to continue to see in 2022 prada nylon mm-hmm. in the secondary market you know, but more vintage pieces, right? Older yeah. pieces maybe that aren't um you know the new ones that you can you can find on Prada.com. Yeah, for sure. Um Louis Vuitton
1: toiletries. Oh my god. The toilette what, like
0: twenty three, the twenty eight yeah. The truce. Listen. The little cosmetic pouches, the toilet I mean, they were anything man that revolved around
1: Louis Vuitton and toiletries. It's so funny cuz it happened in and out. really suddenly. Well, because they
0: uh were discontinuing them. Well, that so, okay, there was so this, that was just like, this, like whoop. there was like this rumor and it could still be true although I've seen people get get them in 2021. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, we don't know. There's, you know, some some rumor sparks that Louis Vuitton is discontinuing Cosmetic pouches or toiletries, and then and boom, everybody, everybody wanted looking them. for them. I can't tell you how Holy many DMs smokes. we got.
1: Hey, do you have a toiletry? If you get one, can you DM me? I want it. I'll buy oh God, it. Wild.
0: I mean, it was insane. The demand is insane. Uh, walks, Chanel walks. We literally cannot keep them. They, no. Sometimes they don't even go up on the site. If you we don't already... know what a walk
1: is, it's wallet on a chain.
0: Yeah, the Just... Chanel wallets, wallet on chains. Um, in in any color, in any variation, in yeah. any leather. Honestly, yeah. in any condition, the vintage, the newer ones. Sometimes they don't even go up on the site. No, like sometimes we already they don't. know people we have that a list of people that want them, and we'll reach out to them, and they
1: have maybe a couple hours, and then it's going on the site. And mm-hmm. honestly, sometimes they don't even make it on the site.
0: I know it's crazy. You know what it is though? They fit a phone. Mm-hmm. They have like wallet capabilities. Yeah. And you can use it as a clutch, you can use it as a crossbody, you can use it as a shoulder bag. Like, there's just so much you can do with it. It's a crossbody, but it's like an elevated one. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it can be all things. It can be sporty. It can yeah. be elegant. That's true. I've seen people wear them to weddings and galas, and I've seen oh, people yeah. wear them with a white t-shirt and jeans. Yeah. And um, that's what I think the allure is. Yes. There, it's also a Chanel-friendly price point too right yes, that it's sort of true. like an entry level yeah. i mean listen I don't, I don't want i think it's an entry level handbag uh uh-huh. not necessarily an entry level product right absolutely not
1: yeah um gucci supreme wow gucci supreme why oh well i don't i think it's the coated canvas and mm-hmm. just like Durability. it's durable. Um, similar to why there's a demand for Prada nylon, mm-hmm. it's just durable. You can live in it,
0: honestly. And not and have to worry about it. It's just so neutral and it's I classic. I know it is a neutral. It's a true neutral. Yeah, yeah. And everybody wanted it, and you can get it pretty affordable mm-hmm. on the secondary market. Mm-hmm. There, there really is a lot out there. Yeah, for Gucci Supreme, there is. Uh, vintage Dior, yes. That's kind of one that I was like, you know, that shocked me a little bit. Did it shock shocks you? Shocks me. Vintage Dior is yeah. like, we get it in, and I'm like, okay, this is cute, but like it. Oh, it jets out the door. It almost always
1: sells right off of our live selling.
0: Every time. Yeah. And, at, like, it doesn't – again, it doesn't matter the condition. No. I mean, and granted, we particularly um, carry very, like, excellent condition-type yeah. items. That's yeah. sort of, like – that's our threshold. We're very picky about condition. But it didn't even matter. Yeah. It, it, the zipper could be falling off or whatever it yeah. is. Like, people just wanted any, any yeah. Dior oblique monogram that they could get their hands on. Yep. And I think that's still true today. You know what else and that is not – I don't think is like, on our list or, like, at the forefront of my mind? Uh, silks.
1: Silks. Any – There was a huge silk. silk like, because these young, hot things yeah. were more power to you, girl, because
0: I would have done that, too, mm. when I was young. They we're using it We're as wearing tops. silks as tops. And, like – but there's so much you can do with them, right? Like, and we say that all the time when we go live is – you can use them around your neck and do a yeah. scarf ring. You mm-hmm. can use them as a top. You can use them as a belt. You can put them on your bags. You can put mm-hmm. them on your head. You can make a headband. There's so much you can do with those silks. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then when you're, like, done with them, you can turn them into artwork. Just yep. frame them. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. There's just so much that can be done with scarf. True. Um, Chanel uh, costume jewelry. Yes. Bijou
1: fantasy. Mm, I love that word. Those <laughs> words. Anything chanel costume jewelry anything comes in and flies out yeah and that i don't think it's gonna change in the new year i don't think
0: it's gonna change but it's interesting to me because Mm -hmm. it's costume jewelry yeah but it just keeps getting more and more and more expensive Expensive. and there's nothing we can do about it i know the demand it's when the demand is there it drives up the price i know i know it's wild but those are the things that like did Crazy well. Yeah. In 2021. And I think we're going to, we're going to, that's going to trickle into this year. Yeah. For sure. I don't know I mean, people so much still want if like things.
1: Gucci Supreme is going to trickle into 2022. Yeah, you know what? I think maybe like vintage Gucci just coming on the, uh, the Ooh. ride of the Gucci movie, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. like the bamboo pieces, like what we'll, what we'll see sell yeah. in 2022. Yeah. Like the Gucci, uh,
0: top handles. Yes. We actually just sold like this beautiful emerald green one the other day. <sighs> Gorgeous. And Monica really liked it. Gorgeous. Just not functional for me. Yeah, not functional, but beautiful, like a sculpture. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. The, I think that's going to be beautiful, and and Gucci is pushing that silhouette anyway. That yeah. that top handle, yeah. kind of the classic styles. I think they're um, they're kind of embracing heritage a little bit because, um, to be honest, I think that the that the rise of Gucci in the past couple of years has sort of diluted the brand. Oh my God, I'm sorry, blasphemy, Ooh. but that's what I I really feel. That I love Gucci Supreme, I love selling it, and 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 I love when people enjoy it, but um, it really has. I think, diluted the brand a little bit. And that's why I think a lot of the brands, not just Gucci, are shifting more towards leather pieces, mm-hmm. um, the higher the higher price points, because um, Canvas, you know, that entry-level price point is really easy to get your hands on, and I think they want mm-hmm. to err on the side of exclusivity mm-hmm. um, moving into the next couple of years.
1: Yeah. Um, okay, so what we will see sell probably – pretty high mm-hmm. in 2022 and not high as far as price point but just like lots of it mm-hmm. so if you have them hit us up we can help you sell them absolutely <laughs> uh the goo we said anything with gucci bamboo mm-hmm. right um classics Classics. chanel, chanel classics, classics are of never any gonna, year yeah
0: any color any style mm-hmm. any size yeah the class. Everybody wants them. If you're not using them, or you've inherited something, or honestly, if it's just sitting in your closet and yeah. you're like, you know what, I'm done. Yep. Yeah. It's now's the time. Yeah. There is another increase rumor on the horizon, um, and it, you know, people are really getting tired of it, and so I think, um, you know, now's the time to to sell Chanel. Yeah. For sure. Um, anything
1: emerald green. Yeah, the color is emerald green. My goodness, you
0: know I loved emerald green before it was a fad. Just putting it out, but there. but I don't think it's a fad. I emerald green to me has always been super neutral. Greens in general to greens me, greens in general, are. Erica's neutral. wedding was Kelly green. Mm, yes, yeah, it was actually it was very pretty. Thank you. Um, and no, I think green is a, is a neutral. I think emerald. I think those saturated jewel tones yeah. in general. Yeah. I think. They kind of make people feel, like, regal and happy. And I think we need a little bit of that, a lot of bit of that, <laughs> moving into 2022. Yeah. Um, and, and just color in general. So I think, like, you're right. Green is green is a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, Louis Vuitton Epi. That's one that I think is about to explode. Really? I do. I really believe that. Why? Hear me out. Uh-huh. What I just said about the, the monogram... I'm, the monogram from Gucci uh-huh. and how it's like so widely, generally widely uh, used, is kind of the same sentiment for. I kind of have the same sentiment toward Louis Vuitton monogram. Mm-hmm. Although I love Louis Vuitton monogram, I will continue to wear it. I enjoy it. I think it's classic. But Louis Vuitton Epi is less like it's it's more affordable. That's and true. it's for leather. now. For
1: now, until the demand goes up yeah, and then I it drives know. Until the price out. Until all y'all are
0: listening listening to this podcast, so and you're gonna be like, Get oh God, your Epi in now. <laughs> but I just I think it's actually I think people don't realize that it's Louis Vuitton leather for less than the, what the monogram costs. Mm-hmm. And it's more classic, I think it's more elegant, I think it's more elevated, yep. and I think we're gonna see Epi explode. Um again because the brands Louis Vuitton mm-hmm. is starting to move in the direction of leathers and you're going to be able to get those Louis Vuitton leather epi pieces for a very for not that much longer uh for really affordable on the secondhand market. Yeah. So, make sure you get those <laughs> epi
1: pieces in. Mm-hmm. Um well, coincidentally Erica's wearing pearls today, but anything mm-hmm.
0: pearls embellishments. Ooh. Yes. Again, like I think people need. I'm generalizing totally, but I think people need like a little pizzazz in their life. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. We need something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. And you know what? If I if I I have been wearing my stuff like, and I never do. I never take my Chanel out. I never take my 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 That's nice true. things out. I never take my, my jewelry, my statement things out and I have been taking them out and enjoying them because life is too short and I think we're we're starting to feel that way. It's yeah. like, you know what? Let's let's ball out. Let's bring out the embellishments, the sparkles, the sequins, the vibes. Well, there was also nothing um simple or minimalistic
1: about the 90s, right? Mm. The 90s were maximum maximum like jewelry no, and, and Y2K body. K and, big and chunky and that was really the style. And yeah. since that's coming back now because apparently we're vintage, you know, we that's yeah just what we're gonna see yeah, as far it as was, trends. It was, a, it was a
0: colorful time, you know?
1: I mean I'm Those I've always been a nineties person because I have always loved gaudy
0: and big and
1: <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All of so it. wait,
0: okay, so with that said, what do you think in twenty twenty two is to decrease in value or has already decreased in value
1: well we mentioned it earlier unfortunately uh we're seeing a trend that never falls are the
0: values kind of decreasing yeah for i think um i think gucci monogram is is starting to kind of like i said before starting to dilute the brand and it's just like a lot of people people think that a lot of people have it yeah uh so I think that's kind of diluting the brand a little mm-hmm. bit as well and then the Fendi enough, didn't you weren't you gonna say the Fendi what was oh it? I I was thinking about the Fendi um by the way yes the Fendi by the way bag that's true. I think that's like tired the value is decreasing in that one <gasps> as listen well. and when we say all these things buy whatever you love and enjoy yeah this I'm, is I'm just, still gonna rock my Neverfull. I <laughs> I, yeah, enjoy it. I love my Neverfull. Of course, full. and and that's the point mm-hmm. of all of this, right? We always approach. And I love handbags. all of my Gucci monogram.
1: Trust me, I yeah. like to be loud.
0: Yeah. No, we are we are handbags for the people. Mm-hmm. We are in but the business of making the handbags market approachable,
1: value, price. Yeah. yeah this will is decrease. just a this
0: is a a professional conversation. <laughs> <laughs> what? So, What's that? Um, and oddly enough, I think Damia Ben is is. Damier Ben is tired. The older styles. I know that Louis Vuitton is doing some of the Damier Ben pieces in like the Neo Noé in mm-hmm. the newer styles, but those are going to be harder and harder to get. Mm-hmm. Um, and any of kind of the older styles in the Damier Ben um, that they have uh, stopped making mm-hmm. Louis Vuitton directly, I think those are on their way out as well. Yeah,
1: you know, one that just popped into my head for what will probably. Skyrocket because it's another one that we can't keep in when we get it in. Ooh, I can't. Goyard,
0: wait. <gasps> yes,
1: Goyard. And let me tell you, I actually swap. Even though I love my Neverfull because it was loyal to me for a long time, I did swap it out. Um, and now on a daily basis, I use my Goyard mm-hmm. tote, and I have
0: to tell you, I love it. Mhm. I love it. It's great, and Goyard is is. It's such a classic house. It's such an elegant house, mm-hmm. and it's very exclusive. Yeah. So they don't have they don't have boutiques the way Louis Vuitton has boutiques, right? Gucci has boutiques. They have a few, mm-hmm. and um, it does feel more exclusive and a little bit more like aspirational. Mm-hmm. Um, but their canvas pieces are are their the price point is pretty affordable, mm-hmm. and so I, th- I think income, that's a good one. Well,
1: again, when we're saying if you're this is the first time you're listening to us. Um, when we say affordability like when we 're using the word affordable it 's all it 's all relative to the luxury handbag space right right we 're not saying that it 's going to be affordable what 's affordable for me may not be affordable for you you could you if you 're making uh Substantial yeah. amount of money, yeah. and your affordability level is higher than mine. You yeah. know, it's subjective, but yeah, for sure, we're we're not all in the same tax bracket, right? You know right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, uh, affordability in reference to the the luxury resale space, yeah, as, as it is to date, right? Because again, like we said earlier, every day it changes. It changes very quickly, for sure. So that's our twenty twenty one recap. That was fun. Yeah. So remember, you said you wanted to pick a word for twenty twenty two. Oh yes. And if you're listening to this, DM us your word. Yes. For twenty twenty two, we want to know what your word is. Mm-hmm. Um, one maybe word. Maybe put something up in stories and say what's yes, your word for the do that. for the year. So one word that's going to take you through twenty twenty two.
0: My word, and I can think of so many things uh, uh, yes, because that's how I am. But my word is do. D o. Do. do um i think i'm an overthinker you know this no um and, and this this is more of like a from a professional standpoint i can think of all kinds of other reasons why i should pick other words in my personal life but like mm-hmm. this one in terms of our business um is is do do the work actually that's a great book book recommendation do the work um mm-hmm. google that it's a really short uh really short one and easy read um but i think i overthink Mm-hmm. and i need to put my head down stop thinking i think 2021 proved that if i trust my gut all yeah. that you know if yeah. i if i have faith and i trust my gut and i move forward in goodness and uh th- that that if i trust my gut good things will come mm-hmm. and i need to just trust my gut and do that's my word dio do nice um uh, I would say
1: that my word, again, lots of words. I'm not necessarily an overthinker, but I, I have lots of words. Um, I'd say the main word is health. I'm taking, um, and not health meaning, like, I'm going to get on WW and, like, you know, lose weight. I'm talking about health from the inside out. Yeah. Um you know, I have an autoimmune disease and all of that. And it really does affect my daily life. And there are days when I come in here, for example, like today, when I can't see
0: because I have corneal oh, yeah. erosion. Monica and, has an eye injury right now. Yeah. She's wearing a
1: pirate patch. And it's just, you know, and I have my drops in here next to me. Um, if I'm not taking care of my health, meaning addressing my Um, autoimmune disease, which then affects every aspect of my body from the inside out, you know, Mm -hmm. um, then I'm useless. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I have to get up every morning and even something as simple as getting my kids to school, it's very difficult when you can't see, Mm -hmm. you know, so health would be my word. Um, But we are very grateful for you. Thank you so much for being here Mm -hmm. and um, being a part of our growth.
0: growing alongside us yeah and you guys stick with us because we have some really fun conversations fun conversations exciting stuff exciting stuff coming i know i you know what i feel like we say that all the time but you know if you're listening to this you know we always have something up our sleeves we do we We always have something in the pipeline we always always have something. something coming we're always looking at the next thing yes and um the next thing is a big one so um we are excited for what 2021 has to offer and has to give us ciao for now
1: Guys, if you're not already following us, we are at season, the number two consign on all platforms, including TikTok and Instagram. We drop knowledge
0: and have fun on all of them. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends. We have so much more to share with you. Thank you for being here and don't forget to be fearlessly authentic.